Welcome, welcome all to another episode of your favorite podcast, Targo. How the hell are you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I got a new standing desk, so it feels kind of weird, but I feel all loosey-goosey, and I feel like <laughs> everybody can see me with it. So, I'm ready to go. Yeah, it looks like you're making the camera bounce a little there. <laughs> I know. I take my hands off the computer. Uh, what are you drinking today, my friend? Well, I got a new one today, man. It is a uh, Voodoo Ranger Juice Force IPA. Yeah. It's a hazy Imperial IPA. Okay. Hold on. Do you have a normal size can or is that like extra large? Because you got to look. De- oh, yes. <laughs> large. About the size We're going to get a special Targo for this episode. I'm excited. Maybe by the end of it. Yeah. So we'll see. That's good. Ooh, good. I'm excited. That's a good one. Because uh, I have one I'm not so sure about. It's called Simple Times Lager. Uh, it's from Trader Joe's. Uh, I have not heard good things, but um, I guess let's give it a try. I'm glad it's half the size of yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Regular can. Ooh, does not like it. No. I don't Judging like it. By that at facial all. expression. I don't like it at all. Hmm. I got to deal with it. Anyways, um, Targa's going to have fun, and I'm going to be a little bit miserable uh, for this episode, <laughs> y'all. So those are our brews. Let's get to some banter. Welcome to Brews and Banter. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the battle for Europe in the English Premier League, as well as who we think is going to stay in the Premier League. The relegation battle is thick and fast. And there's a lot of spots open. What is it? Five points between 12th and 20th? Something like that. Four All points, three man, points. I don't know. It's really close. Uh, and then as well as... Week week. <laughs> like, it really does even, change. It's crazy. We're going to have to make uh, our final decisions here today. Final so. decisions and final predictions. Uh, and as well, we're going to give our monthly power ranking. So we're going to go from top to bottom, back to top again, as well as dive into some recent news that's happened in the footballing world. So let's get into it. All right. Here's some big headlines that have happened in world football during the international break. First off, prosecutors are struggling to find evidence uh, about the payments from Barcelona to the VP of referees in La Liga that influenced any matches. Uh, However, UEFA has now opened an investigation on the matter, which could lead to Champions League expulsion. Hmm. I mean, it's good they haven't found anything, I guess, if you're a Barcelona fan. Yeah. I mean, John Laporta has been saying and been very adamant about they're innocent. Who knows what happens? It doesn't look like it's over yet, so they're still not quite Long way to go. By the way, did you realize during this investigation what game happened where the refereeing was very suspicious 17 years ago? Which game? Oh, that Arsenal and Barcelona (laughs) Champions League final. Just saying. Is it a Spanish coach? Yeah. Spanish coach, Spanish ref. Just saying. Spanish ref. That's what I meant. Sorry. Not yeah. Spanish. Um, <laughs> I knew what I was talking about. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a bit suspicious. Let's just say that. Okay. Next yeah, up I mean, in good news for the U.S. men's national team, Florian Balligan is considering which nation he wants to represent. Is he going to be England, who he played for the under-21s with? Would it be Nigeria, who his father was from? Or the United States, where he was born in, I believe, New York? Uh, most recently, again, played for the England under-21s. He's currently in Orlando, was in attendance for yesterday's game against El Salvador with his agent. 
with numerous members of the U.S. men's national team camp confirming they've had conversations with him, including current, uh, I guess, resident head coach, if you want to call it that. Caretaker, yeah. Whatever yeah, caretaker. Um, commenting about how they want him to play for them. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> I want him to play for them, too. I mean, I've said it. It'd be huge. They need a striker. He would be one for years to come. I believe he's only, what, 20 years old, 21? Something like 21, I think, yeah. Yeah, Arsenal are going to keep him. He's going to get top-level training. He's an automatic starter for the United States. It's a no-brainer for me. He's not an he's not a immediate starter for Nigeria. You have Victor Osiman. He's going to be behind him the whole time. He's not uh, and e- when even he when Harry Kane is done internationally, he's still going to have a hell of a time getting into the English national team. So it's a no-brainer for me. Next up, fun news. Ex-England national team goalkeeper Ben Foster has come out of retirement and has joined the Robin Ryan show over at Wrexham. That's an interesting one for me. I mean, I know I Wrexham, mean, their goalkeeper got hurt, so they, they were looking for one. He could be three, four years out of retirement. I guarantee you he's still better than every single goalkeeper in that league, <laughs> in the na- National League. So, yeah. Uh, Roy Hodgson has been hired as Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace caretaker for the rest of the season. Also out of retirement. Cheers to getting that one right. <laughs> yep, yep. Good job, good job. Uh, bigger news. Gavi is apparently not a real Barcelona player. <laughs> His new contract has been uh, declined by La Liga by all counts and the courts. Uh, he's apparently still on his youth contract, which expires in the summer. So, yeah, teams are free to talk to him, try to lure him away from Barcelona. I know he's made it clear he wants to stay at Barca, but they'll need to shed some money off that wage bill to register him. Oh, yeah, especially with the names that they're after. Oh, PSG, Man United, some I think Man Cities or some yeah. big teams Arsenal, after him. yeah. Uh, I was talking more about Barcelona and the names they're after. Oh, like. Resigning Lionel Messi. Yeah, that's going to take a lot of shedding for that to happen. Next up, Manchester United have said uh, are said to have takeover bids by British billionaire J- Sir Jim Radcliffe and a consortium led by Qatari banker Sheikh Jassim. Um, their applications have been uh, for extensions. Yep, I saw been that. Approved, so they have until Wednesday the 29th to finalize their bids. They've apparently both put in two bids, um, considered to be around a world record of five billion pounds. But the Glazers are looking for something between six and seven billion, which is insane to me. I think but, it'll take six to get Man United, but we'll see. I just don't know why they don't just combine superpowers and <laughs> have two put in owners. a bid. It would be much easier and everybody would be happy, including Manchester United fans. Probably not, though, because I'm sure those guys, they don't want to share their of course not. Their yeah. crown jewel. Manchester a, United being one of the biggest clubs in the world. Yeah, there's a Finnish uh, social media entrepreneur that put in a bid for 50% of it and said each Man United share taker needs to donate three pounds. So they would the fans would keep 50% of the vote. I feel like that is a much better option than any of these, but that's just me personally, and I'm not even a Manchester United fan. Clearly. Just saying. Um, he pointed to the jerseys behind him, which are not yeah, Manchester did. United, by the I way. Did. Our podcast uh, none of them are even relatively close to Manchester United. 
Next up, the biggest shock of them all, on the 23rd of March, Julian Nagelsmann fired by Bayern Munich out of nowhere during the international break. Apparently, he was on a ski trip. Found out on social media. Uh, Fabrizio Romano reported it first, coming out of nowhere, only to be replaced by Thomas Tuchel a mere hours later. Byron was considering letting Nagelsmann go during the summer. Tuchel is being courted by, apparently in contract talks by Tottenham. Real Madrid, just in case Ancelotti leaves for Brazilian national team. Uh, Roma, just in case Mourinho, Mourinho leaves. goes to Real Madrid. I think I uh, they just said, fuck it. Uh, we're just going to go for him now. And Pretty they much. picked Thomas I mean, Tuchel. I think they wanted Tuchel, what was it, in 2018 before he went to... Before they got Nagelsmann, yeah. Uh, but Karlsson Rumiger and their other CEO said they didn't want him. That was at the time. Now it's Sally Hamidich and Oliver Kahn. Yes. And I think uh, they just saw Tuchel, man. He was open and, I mean, they're, they're for a ruthless it. club. Yeah. I mean, when you're that that club, right... The league, you are expected to dominate, and they want you to be a juggernaut in the Champions League. Unfortunately for Nagelsmann, they're in second place in Bundesliga. He's undefeated so far in the Champions League, beating yeah, he, Inter, wins. <laughs> Inter, Barcelona, PSG. They've only allowed two goals, both against some team that I don't remember the name of that is not the three teams I just mentioned. Augsburg, I think it was. Or, yeah, something like that. Uh, in the Champions League. Augsburg's oh, in the Champions League. That. I thought you meant the Bundesliga. Uh, but due to his track record at Chelsea coming in mid-season and winning the Champions League, and Bayern just decided, hey, Pep. let's do it. Winning it over Pep, too, with mm-hmm. Chelsea. And that's who uh, Bayern Munich plays is Pep Guardiola here. Is it going to make my prediction true? Time will tell. I don't know, man. What happens, though? Tuchel comes in because they have the Der Klassiker. Yeah. Der Klassiker in a couple of days. We'll see. It's going to be a huge game. Either Dortmund get a four-point lead or Bayern retake the lead atop the Bundesliga by two points. But either way. What happens if he loses to Borussia Dortmund, his old club, which that'll be a a fun one. Yes, And they lose to Man City. It's a wash for the season and hopefully next season. I don't know. but I mean, I wouldn't consider it a wash. They'd only be, what, three points, four points, like you said, behind Borussia Dortmund. I mean, that's... I meant for the Champions League, but you know. Oh, for the Champions League, yeah. Yeah. So that was Uh, an No one expects them to beat Pep's Manchester City squad, so... I don't. I I think I have Man City. I have Bayern Munich winning, so... I picked Man City to win the whole thing, so... You did. You did. Even though I, I don't want to leave the whole thing. <laughs> PSG is long gone and an afterthought. Anyways, let's get into the race for Europe in the Premier League. We got 10 games left for most clubs in the Premier League. Some have more, 12. I think 13 games is the max. For one. So, the teams we have in it right now, we got Spurs, fourth on 49 points with 10 games left. Newcastle. 47 points with 12 games left. Liverpool, 6th place, 42 points, 12 games left. And Brett Brighton, 7th po- place, 42 points, 13 games left. 
looking at their schedules, let's predict where they're going to fish. Targo, let me have it. All right. So we'll start with Spurs. They're in fourth place. You know, looking at their fixtures. So I'm just going to rattle off some fixtures here. They have. They have to go to Everton. They play Brighton Bournemouth at home. They have to go to Newcastle. They have Man United. They have to go to Anfield to play Liverpool. They play Crystal Palace. They have to go to Villa. They play Brentford, and then they have to go to Leeds. Not an easy schedule by any means. It's not easy, but there's. it's also not the hardest. And honestly, I think out of those those games there, I bet, they, I bet you they could get at least 15 points. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because... I literally have them down for getting 15 points. <laughs> Are you saying that's funny? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I have them down for 15 points, ending at 65. Yeah, and so 65, I think that would get them fifth. I think they'll drop one spot. And so I think they'll finish in fifth place in that Europa League. Spot. Okay. Let's go over Newcastle. Newcastle plays Manchester United at home, West Ham away, Brentford away, Villa away, Spurs at home, Everton away, Southampton at home, Arsenal at home, Leeds away, Leicester City away, Chelsea away, or sorry, Leicester City at home, Chelsea away, and then they have to make up a game against Brighton at home. So their tough games are obviously going to be Man United Spurs, Arsenal, Chelsea. and Don't discount Brighton. Brighton. Honestly, man, I could see him getting a good 20 points. Okay. I have them getting 21. Actually, I think yep, with the I have Brighton 21 game. points on mine as well. Yeah. So, I mean, getting them that, up to 68. So, with that, I have them fourth place fourth for yeah. that last Same here. league spot. Yeah. Which I believe we both predicted in December that they would finish fourth. Yep, my own. I think you'll have you'll get all four of yours right. Yeah, Arsenal, City, not in the right order, but Arsenal, but City, United, United yeah. Newcastle. Okay, Liverpool, which uh, might have the hardest schedule of them all. They have a hard start to this. Schedule. Yes. So in the first four games, they're going to play Man City, Chelsea, and Arsenal. Well, don't discount Fulham either. And their form recently, I. It's I Liverpool. Am to, I am going to discount this them. And so Liverpool, I think honestly they could probably get again a good somewhere between twenty-two and twenty-five points. I have them getting twenty. I, I I'm hoping they can get a result against City. I mean, last time Liverpool and Chelsea played, it was a draw. So no. I, yeah. Liverpool beat Liverpool beat City. Oh, you no, mean Chelsea. Chelsea. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, Chelsea. Yeah. Last time Liverpool beat City, though. So I'm hoping they get some points there. Don't think yeah. so, but. I, I'm hoping they are. And then, I, like, again, I'm hoping Arsenal beat them. But, like, Leeds, Forest, West Ham, even Spurs, Brentford, Leicester, Villa, Southampton. Those should, all, those should be wins. Yeah. I had a draw at Spurs and I believe a draw at Chelsea. And so, yeah, like, they should 20-plus points for them, man. I think I have them finishing 67 points. I have them at 20 points with 62. So I think they'll 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 get that sixth place. I have them finishing seventh. 
So I'm guessing our Liverpool and Brighton are switched. Because I have Brighton finishing seventh. I have them finishing. I eighth. have Brighton finishing. Well, I'm not going to tell you yet because we got to go over Brighton. Last but not least, we got Brighton. <laughs> so yeah, Brighton, they got Brentford. Brighton. Brighton plays Brentford, then they go to Bournemouth, Spurs, and Chelsea. Then they have Manchester United, Manchester City, Forest Wolves, Everton, Arsenal, Southampton, Aston Villa, and Newcastle. Honestly, I think Brighton has the toughest run for the end of the season. I do think personally that they are the best team out of these four teams. I would disagree with you. Um, 100% disagree with you. I, I don't think they're better than Newcastle. Defensively, no. Offensively, 100%. So, they can cause all these teams problems. I have them getting 26 points out of those remaining 13 games. I have them getting 21. Okay. Well, I have them finishing on 66 points, one point ahead of Spurs for the Europa League spot in fifth. Yeah, I don't see it, man. I just, I I wish I they would. I mean, I, I like Brighton. I like the way they play. But, man, they play Spurs, Chelsea, Manchester United, and Manchester City all in a row. And out of those teams, Man United and Man City are their home games, which mm-hmm. I would say were the ter- tougher ones. If maybe they were playing Spurs and Chelsea at home, I would give them a chance. But you I know think, how Chelsea and I Spurs think the way Spurs are playing, I, I fancy them against Spurs, Chelsea – if that it was one's a, a toss-up. I would say yes, but in London, I don't fancy them. Hmm. Well, we'll see. The Newcastle one, I, I gave them a draw in that one, but it's at everything Newcastle. else, I, I would expect Newcastle to get a result there. I expect them to lose to Arsenal. Me too. I expect them to lose to Man City, Manchester United, Chelsea, Same. Spurs. Not, not necessarily Spurs. So we'll see. Uh, I so, think very highly of Brighton. I think they're doing fantastic this season, and they're going to cause some surprises. So we'll see come the end of the season. What do you guys think? Let us know on Facebook and our Facebook group, Instagram, TikTok, our YouTube channel, uh, and check out our Redbubble. We got some awesome merch. Insert plug here. <laughs> Next up, my favorite part of this episode so relegation battle in the English Premier League. Man, this is entertaining. Twelfth to twentieth, man. Before we move on, tell me your who you got then for your end of the league standings there at the top. From fourth, fifth, and sixth, or like top to sixth. I will just go ahead and go top to sixth. Well, I picked Manchester City to win the title. I'm gonna skip first and second. It's I, gonna be Arsenal or Man City. I'm a, I'm an Arsenal. It's gonna be Arsenal or Manchester City in first or second. Man United. I'm an there. Arsenal fan through and through, and uh, you know how superstitious I am, so I'm not gonna say anything on that matter. <laughs> Manchester United have a lock on third. I think we can agree on that. Yep. I have Newcastle finishing fourth, Brighton fifth, Tottenham sixth, Liverpool seventh. Okay, so yeah, mine's Newcastle fourth, Tottenham fifth. Liverpool six and then Brighton seventh. Either way, my top four. Correct. Unfortunately for Liverpool, Targo. Yeah, they. I had them finishing top four. They're just so inconsistent. I don't even know what team is there ninety percent of the time. 
beat Manchester United 7-0, lose to Bournemouth 1-0. I don't get it. I don't. It's a weird sport, man. Football's a weird sport. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't, whatever. But now we can move on. Let's talk about the bottom of the table in this yes. relegation battle, man. So we got a... we got to cover twelfth through twentieth. Twelfth <laughs> through twentieth. Crystal Palace twelfth, twenty seven points. Southampton twentieth, twenty three points. Four points separating everybody. It's yeah. insane. It's probably the best relegation battle I've seen in my entire lifetime. I think so, man. I know there was a season where all three teams were decided on the, on the last day, game of the season. But it wasn't nine teams involved. It was like yes. five or so. Yeah. And I'll be honest, we have, what, two teams with – three teams with ten games left, three teams with – four teams with 11 games left, and then two with 12. So this is going to be a close one, man. I mean, like I said, this thing, my my view on this has been changing every week. It, it is, especially because they all play each other. They do. I'm pretty sure the only team that doesn't play everybody is, is it Everton? It's Everton. So everybody else wild. plays each other. So this is a wild card moment, and these are going to be wild card picks. Because this could go anyway. It really Especially could. with like, all the coaching changes and everything. I don't know what's going to happen. We picked to go down. Could Honestly, all three of them could change. Well, let's go over their schedules then, yeah? Okay, let's do it. Let's start with Crystal Palace. They're 27 points, 10 games left. They play Leicester City April 1st. Then they play at Leeds, at Southampton, versus Everton at home, and at Wolves. And then versus West Ham. By then... We will know if they're going to finish last place or not. Yeah. Hands down. Because after that, they play Spurs and then Bournemouth at home, then at Fulham, and then Forest. So they literally play every team below them for the rest of the season. They which doesn't make easy... any sense to me why they fired Patrick Vieira. They Just have the easiest run in for the end of the season. They have the easiest run of games in the whole Premier League. So, foreshadowing maybe? I, I have, think that they're going to yeah, stay up. I mean, it, it kind of is. I have them staying right where they're at in 12th place. I do too. Um, I have them getting 12 points out of their remaining 10 games. See, I think they can honestly get like 15. Probably. So but the, how can, inconsistent they've been. Um, I, I had three draws in there. so <laughs> Three draws, three wins out of 10 games. I just want them to get a win, man. They're they're on a terrible run right now. I know. They haven't won in 2023. So, Lord, help us with our picks because I hope that they get the amount of points that we expect because that means they get some wins in there. Yeah. All right, we got Wolves 13th on 27 points as well, below Crystal Palace on goal differential. Also 10 games left. They have at Nottingham Forest, then Chelsea and Brentford at home, then at Leicester City, at home against Palace, away at Brighton, home against Villa, Manchester United away, Everton at home, and then finish the season out at, hopefully by then, Crown Champions Arsenal. Thank you for saying it. I'm not going to say it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so, 
Go I ahead. think Wolves are fine. I think they'll stay right where they're at also in 13th place. I'll be honest with you. I have them getting four points. That's it, really? Four points. Yep. Who, against who? So I'm guessing, what, a win and a draw? Uh, three draws. Four draws. Three draws. Four draws. Four draws. You don't think they can beat Forest? At Forest? No. They can, yes. Do I think it will happen? Not after an international break. Probably not. I've been drawing Leicester, Palace, and Everton after that. I wouldn't be surprised if they beat Brentford or Villa. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I might be being harsh on them. I think you're being very harsh. I, I have them getting at least 12 points. Either way, um, I have them dropping down one spot. We'll see who right gets above at. them. All right, Leeds, 14th, 26 points, 11 games left. They go to Arsenal this weekend. Then they have Forest Palace and Liverpool at home. Then they play at Craven Cottage for Fulham. Play Leicester City at home, at Bournemouth, at Manchester City, at home versus Newcastle, at West Ham, and then play Spurs the last day of the season. I think they have a tough run in. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be right above that that drop zone, man. I do have oh. them staying up, but I think they'll they'll be right right above it. Just wait till you hear my point totals. I'm excited. I have them getting four points as well. I think I have them getting like let me let me look at that seven. I think they can beat Forest. I think they can beat Leicester and Bournemouth. I have them beating Forest and drawing Bournemouth and not winning anything else. I think they can get a win against Forest and Bournemouth and then maybe a draw somewhere in there. Okay. I have them finishing on 30 points. Okay. Next up, Everton, with arguably the hardest run in. 10 games left, 26 points, 15th place. They play at home to Spurs this weekend at Manchester United. Fulham at home, away at Palace, home first Newcastle. Away to Leicester City and Brighton, home versus Manchester City, and then away at Wolves, and last but not least, at home versus Bournemouth. I have Bournemouth or Everton getting seven points out of those. Seven, okay. At home, they're they're gonna give Spurs, Fulham, and Newcastle. I think they'll get some draws out of those games. I have them getting two draws. Two draws, two points. That's it, really. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I think they can beat Bournemouth. I, I might be discounting them a little bit, but I think I think they get two points the way they've been playing. Not at home, man. At home, they've been playing good. They well, got they played Bournemouth, Bournemouth Man City, Fulham, Newcastle, Fulham, and Spurs at home. I don't think they necessarily win anything, but maybe Bournemouth at home I think last game of the Bournemouth. season. But at that point, who knows if it means anything. Probably will. Yeah. I think they'll beat Bournemouth, and like I said, I expect them to get maybe another win and a draw somewhere in there. Okay. At Leicester, maybe. Again, a Fulham. A beat Fulham, draw Spurs, something like that. All right. So I have them being safe as well. Next up, we have Nottingham Forest. 16. I know I've been crapping on Everton, saying they're going to go down. I think I've been saying that since, like, December. Yes, you have. <laughs> But I, I got them staying up, so you Evertonians, man. I got. I will just up. say one thing. In December, I had Bournemouth going down. You said I was crazy. 
I you I thought so, man. The run of form they were in. <laughs> Just say. Next up, we have Nottingham Forest, sixteenth, twenty six points, eleven games left. They play Wolves at home this weekend. Then they're at Leeds, at Aston Villa, at home versus United, Manchester. That is. Away to Liverpool, at home versus Brighton, away against Brentford, at home to Southampton, away to Chelsea, at home to Arsenal, and then away to Palace. How many points do you think they'll get? Three. I have four. I think they'll beat Southampton. That's it. Southampton, and then, yeah, maybe... Draw in there against one of those teams. I, I don't see it, but so you think then? Who was it? Leeds. So you don't think Leeds will beat Forest then, since you only have Nine and Forest getting three points. Maybe I made that wrong. It might be four. I think I have Leeds and them tying, so that leads with four points. No. Either no. way, I have I have Leeds beating Nottingham Forest. Either way, I do have Nottingham Forest going down. Okay. I think they'll finish in 18th place. I'm gonna save mine, just cause tension. Okay. Surprise. Okay, Leicester City. 17th place, 25 points, 11 games left. I would really hate to see them go down. I really yeah, me would. Too. Them and the next team. Uh, they play at Crystal Palace this weekend, and they play Villa and Bournemouth at home, then away at Manchester City, Wolves at home, Leeds away, Everton at home, Fulham away, Liverpool at home, Newcastle away, and then West Ham last game of the season. Honestly, I think Lester, you watch. They're going to get 10 points out of those games. Okay. I have them getting six. I think they'll get they'll surprise one of those teams in there. You know, maybe a Newcastle or a full. I have them beating Bournemouth and I believe Everton. I think they could beat Villa. I don't think my math checks. but I think they could also what? beat West Ham or get a draw we'll with West Ham. Either way, I find them safe. I think they're safe. Speaking of West Ham, they're 18th, 24 points, 12 games left, plus the UEFA European Conference League, which they are somehow the only English team to be undefeated in Europe this season. Fun fact. Okay, so they play Southampton at home this weekend for pivotal points in this race. And then Newcastle at home, away to Fulham, away to Ghent in Belgium. And then at home to Arsenal, at home to Ghent. At Bournemouth, at home versus Liverpool. At Crystal Palace, at home versus Manchester United. At Brentford home versus Leeds and end the season at Leicester city at King power stadium. I have them getting 10 points from those games. I have nine. So pretty close. Yeah. Not including their conference league games. Yeah. Obviously not including that. Yeah. 
Um, but I just want to put those in there to show how many games they have versus everybody else. But I okay. think they will be safe as well. I, I agree. Uh, and I hope and pray that them and Leicester City are safe by the end of the season because it would be a sheer travesty to have three teams of giant quality, including Everton, <clears throat> to go down in one season. Yeah, yeah, it would. All right, let's make it down to 19th. We got Bournemouth, 24 points, 11 games left. They play Fulham this weekend, then play Brighton at home, away to Leicester City, away to Spurs, home at West Ham, home at Southampton, away to Leeds, home versus Chelsea, away against Palace, home versus Manchester United, and away against Everton. Max, I see them maybe getting somewhere between four and six points. I have them at four. Yeah. Four points. Yeah. I agree, though. Four to six max, six max in yeah. this, especially the way they've been playing. Unless they beat, I mean, who knows? They beat Liverpool. Watch them go in. Well, that's beat what I'm Manchester saying. United, With predicting Liverpool is going to make top five, <laughs> that's even more of a shock than Bournemouth being safe, in my opinion. Last up, Southampton, 20th, 23 points, 10 games left. Big uphill battle for them. They're away at West Ham this weekend. Then they play City at home, Palace at home, away against Arsenal. At home against Bournemouth, away to Newcastle, away at Forest, at home against Fulham, and then away at Brighton and at home to Liverpool. I think they're doomed, 100%, stuck to the bottom of the table. I think, again, at most they'll get seven realistically they'll probably get four i have them with zero. 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 you don't think they'll get any points nope maybe one you don't think they could beat bournemouth nope or forest nope they could spurs they could it's it's a premier league this season anybody can Real, be anybody. realistically though you think they'll really get zero points no no i just have them down to zero um I think it's more realistic they get one to three, maybe three draws. I don't know, but it's a Premier League this season. Anybody can beat anybody. Who knows? I think they'll they'll at least get four, a max of seven. I still think they're bottom of the table, no I, matter how many points they get. Well, I agree. I guess it's not just no the, matter, but. Be, honestly, being this that on the twenty three points versus to get out of the safety, they have to be on twenty five. Not only that, but the three teams above them all have more games left than they do. Yeah. That's a that's a tough road to come back from. All right, yeah. so give me your your final prediction. Who's gonna get relegated in the? Oh Premier boy, League? let me do some math here. I got Palestine where they're at. I have Palestine where they're at. Yep. And then above the, or below them, I have West Ham. Wow, really? In thirteenth place, followed by Wolves. In fourteenth, fifteenth, Leicester City. 16th, Leeds United. 17th, Nottingham Forest. 18th, Bournemouth. 19th, Everton. 20th, Southampton. All right, so Bournemouth, Everton, Southampton going down for you. Yep. You're switching to that Everton side, huh? I am. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. I've seen them play this season. I've looked at their schedule. I just don't, don't see any hope for them. I hate, recently, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I want them to be safe. I want them to survive. They, they I just are. don't see it. 
I don't are, see man. It. Beating Chelsea or beating Arsenal at home. Yeah. Uh, beating or getting a draw against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Mm-hmm. Are don't see up, it, dude. They're staying up. Sean Dice has got them finally scoring at least one or two goals a game. I hope you're right. I do. I, do. I will be. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm right about top four. I hope you're right about the bottom three. How about that? Okay. Okay. So for me, I have Crystal Palace staying where they're at. I got Wolves staying where they're at. Next, I got uh, Leicester. Then I have Leeds, West Ham, Everton. And then the bottom three, I have Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth, Southampton. I don't think you're far off there. But I'm glad we agree Bournemouth and Southampton are duped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Again, we could be completely wrong. I mean. Again, the they all play each other. They do. Yeah. Except for Everton. So, it could go any way. But we could be completely shocked. And Leicester City, Everton, and West Ham could all go down. I don't know. Leeds United could go down. Who knows? We could have Americans playing in the championship more than in the Premier League next year. Who knows? Either way, let us know what you think. Insert plug here. Yes, Facebook group. We'll have to post something on the Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we did just post something. Who made you fall in love with football? Let yes, us know. we did. Enter the conversation. The uh, current number one is R9. El Phenomeno, Ronaldo. He's the one made the me over. fall in love. Imagine that. All right. <laughs> you got my vote. You got my vote too, but it's not about us, and we've had plenty of comments. He seems to be the number one. There's Surprisingly, we got there. some votes for Roberto Ronaldo, Carlos, which I don't blame people. Yeah. I really don't. There's uh, George Best, Maradona, Pele, all of the above. I haven't heard any, uh, besides George Best, any Manchester United players, funny enough. <laughs> I haven't heard any Arsenal players either, so I can't really say much. <laughs> <laughs> Henri is the close, maybe second or third for me. He's second for me, so I know I Dino, Dino holds a place in your heart. Yep, and so does Zidane. Yeah. Zizou, man. Henri holds a special place in mine. Clearly yours, but I hold him as a striker myself. Him and Ronaldo were the two best that I've watched. Anyways, let's get into our March power rankings. Since, you know, it's not even the end of March yet, but hey, they don't play till April. so we They can't... don't play till April, so we might as well get it in now, right? That's right. There's no more games to be played in March. Let's do it. Targo, num. well, let's go with honorable mentions, yeah? Honorable mentions? Okay, so for me, some honorable mentions... These were tough, man. I had to put honorable mentions because some of these teams are doing fantastic. Uh, first one is Atletico Madrid, man. Kind of having a slow, not necessarily slow, but like an under the radar. We're having as, an Atletico Madrid season. That's, an that's under what, the radar season. That's what they're having. They're playing well. Griezmann's in fine form. In uh, March, they had three games. Not a whole lot, but they won all three. Mm-hmm. Another honorable mention is Juventus. They've got four wins and one loss in March. That one loss came to Roma. 
But they beat Inter and they beat Freiburg in the Europa League. So some notable wins there. Another honorable mention has to be Celtic. Yeah. Four, four, four games, four wins. It's just they're not in any European competitions. It's, you know, the Scottish the Scottish League. League, yeah. So it's tough to give them into the top ten. Okay. But who are your honorable mentions? Well, you named two of mine. Juventus <laughs> and Celtic. Uh, but you know me. I'm high on uh, Union San Juaz. Yeah, Union San Juaz. They're 4-1-0, and destroying Union, Union Berlin, Berlin in the Europa League. Union, however you Yeah, know. Union. Union, there you go. Union, it's like onion, it's German. but German. Uh, and then you'll be surprised with this one, Brighton. <laughs> Not surprised at all. Yeah, they are 4-1-0 uh, okay. in the uh, month of March. They, they've okay. seriously impressed me this season. I just have to, at one point or the other, put them in an honorable mention. They can't be in my top 10, but I got to give them a mention. Appreciate that. So I know yeah. for this one, we kind of talked and we did it a little different this time because I know last time I kind of went off straight off the record. Mm -hmm. And so this time I did go more off which team I think would actually win in a game versus the other teams in this. Top so more team. off of what I had done last time. Yeah. And then I yeah. also took, you know, the record into consideration oh, as well. I, I, I mixed the two this time. So we're a little more even and okay. you don't think I'm more off base than you probably think I was. So <laughs> Let's get into it. Number 10, Targo. Who you got? I got Feyenoord, man. It's hard not to keep them off with a 7-1 win over Shakhtar. A win God, over that Shakhtar, was impressive. But and they, they beat Ajax. They beat Ajax. Right afterwards. 3-2. Yeah. And they're top of Eredivisie, man. I didn't know that. Shit. Okay. So put them on. Feyenoord. So in, uh, in March, they had five wins and one draw. That one draw came to Shakhtar, which then they just absolutely thumped them in the second leg. Yeah, they didn't deserve to draw that game. They should, they should have No, and they're six them, points but... clear of Ajax at the top of the air. That's division. huge. Huge. And so I put them as my number 10. Okay. Um, somehow I skipped over them, and they should be in at least my honorable mentions. But uh, It's all right. I put them on my list. <laughs> I know, after I last saw this. So kudos to you. Uh, my number 10 is Manchester United. Mostly because of their bad loss to Liverpool, 7-0. They drew Southampton, but they're still in for the double. Okay. Europa yeah, League and FA Cup. They were 4-1-1 one, and one in March, so they get my 10th spot. It's not terrible. It's just, yeah, 7-0 thumping. Yeah. They would be higher, but mm -mm. not after a 7-0 thumping. No team deserves to be any higher than 10th after that. So, yeah, my number nine, Fall from Grace, Borussia Dortmund. Not the best March. They were they had two wins, one draw, and one loss. That one loss was to Chelsea, and they drew Schalke. Who are in, what, 18th place, 19th place? In yeah, they were in the relegation zone. Yeah. But I got to put them on here, man. They're top of the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're top. I don't blame you. I mean, you. how do you not have a team in first place in one of the top major European leagues not on your list? Uh, apparently, I don't have uh, Feyenoord, so I got nothing. <laughs> my number nine is Atletico Madrid. Okay, one of my honorable yeah. mentions. Yep, I'm glad you put them on. Three wins, ten goals, four, two against. Uh, with their debut on against. my top ten. And being sneaky, 
Shout out to Antonio Griezmann. He's on fire. Antonio Griezmann? Antoine, yes. <laughs> Maybe Antoine he was from uh, South America. It's, uh, apparently, this really bad beer has made me lose my concentration. My number eight, I have Manchester United. Okay. I know they were your number 10. I got them at number eight. Yes, that huge loss to Liverpool and they drew Southampton. But a convincing win in Europe against Real Betis. And like you said, they're still fighting on two fronts. They are, I guess, one front. They won the League Cup, looking at the Europa League. Could possibly win a treble. Potential. So, yep, still in the. Oh, so I I guess I was right. They are still fighting on two fronts. (laughs) Mm -hmm. FA Cup. FA Cup and Europa League. Yep. So I have them at number eight, even though they got thumped 7 0. I have Borussia Dortmund at my number eight. You've already hit on it. Top of the Bundesliga. I can't have them any lower. Manchester United in third. Atletico are in third. Bruce Dortmund's in first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> however, they lost to Chelsea and they looked bad. And then they lo- they tied Schalke, um, which drops them way down my rankings. So, Yeah. My number seven is Real Madrid. This one, again, is going more off of a team I think could beat the other teams because yeah. their record Same. in March was not good. Same. I'm just going to stop you because they're my number seven as well. <laughs> Are they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the record in March was two wins, one draw, two losses. Yeah. And hey, those two Both losses. Both against Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> Barcelona. One of their wins was against Liverpool. Yeah. And so that, that's kind of where I... I guess I put them there is they're still in the Champions League with a win over Liverpool. Uh, their one draw was to Real Betis. Again, I, I'm looking at the teams above them. Maybe they could beat them, but maybe not also. Yeah, I agree. But And so that's kind of why they're, they're at my number seven. Yeah. It's, for me, it's the only reason they're this high in my rankings after losing twice to Barcelona is because they're so good in the champions league. Yeah. It's real Madrid, man. How do you not have them in a top? They're so good in the champions league. So, all right, Targo. All right. I'm making you go twice because I had the same number seven as you. Okay. Who's number six. Okay. You're number six. My number six is Barcelona. Barca. Okay. Barcelona. Uh, The only team real Madrid is actually scared of. They have uh, four wins, zero draws, zero losses, two victories against Madrid. Jumped them up my rankings above Manchester United, who they lost to. However, teams above them, I think, could beat them, including your number six. I'm surprised you have them that low. So, yeah, my number six is Benfica. They are 4 0 in March. Second your statement. I'm surprised you have them that low after your next statement. Again, they're 4 0, but they haven't really beat anyone noteworthy except for Club Bruges in the Champions League. But they've only lost one game the entire season. I looked it up. They didn't lose any Champions League games, they've only lost one game. But still, it's Club Bruges. If it maybe would have been a little bit more difficult team, I probably would have them higher. You know, if, if they get through this next round of the Champions League beating Inter Milan, then yes, I would say they deserve a jump. But until they beat a tougher team, they're going to stay kind of mid, mid-pack. mid Okay. Okay. Number five, 
We both have the same team. We do. Oddly enough, again, Arsenal. <laughs> Four wins, two draws. The two draws were against Sporting. You have them down as a loss. They were both draws, technically. They technically lost that second game. They but... lost on penalty kicks, which counts as a draw with an arrow towards Sporting. Are they still in the Europa League? No, no they lost. They're out. Penalty kicks. It's coin flip. Coin flip. Anyways, they won their last six in the league. In my opinion, they're one of the best teams in Europe right now. They look the best. They play the best. They had a blip against Sporting twice. Other than that, flawless. I don't know, man. If you really believe that, then you'd have them at number one. I don't. Because the flawless team is <laughs> You're my not number delusional one. then. Okay, I, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> so like you said, there was, again, I'll count it as a draw and a loss. A draw in Portugal where they played a weak side. And then it took Sporting Lisbon a freaking Wonder Puskas Award goal. I wouldn't be surprised if it actually wins the Puskas Award either. It's going to, I mean, it, it took a big. Pedro Goncalves, 39 yards out. Dude, he was more than 39. It was like 46. It was measured at 39. I think I it was, was you were probably right. I just saw a metric that said 49, 39. So he was far out there. Yeah. I mean, it was just right in Very close to midfield. Yes. And so it took that to get a draw against Arsenal at the Emirates. And then, like you said, in the Premier League, they've gone six games, five or six games. Six games. Wins. Yeah, all wins. They're first in the Premier League. They've what, only scored one goal less than Manchester City. Two goals, sorry. All season. Just let, and so, yeah. Let that I, sink in. I have them at my number five. Okay. Number four, who uh, is also the same. <laughs> Bayern Munich. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three wins and a loss. Their loss came to Leverkusen. Didn't do him any favors, but a three-nil aggregate win over PSG keeps them at number three in my rankings. Pretty much same. I mean, if you look at the teams below them, I four. think they could beat them. Sorry. I said number three. They're number four. The teams above them, I think they would struggle with. I agree. I do, including the team behind them. I think they struggle with, but I think they would beat Arsenal. That's off quality, Arsenal off the bench, team, man. They've embarrassed them in some Champions League games. It's different. Feels different. Oh, well, I mean now, but we'll see. Feels I mean, feels different. But won't know until history, next year. Won't know until is not next on year. Arsenal's side in that matchup. Yeah, um, I mean for everyone who doesn't know. Arsenal's two bugaboo teams in Champions League, Barcelona and Bayern Munich. Two Every teams time. that are always in it. Every time. <laughs> so, yeah. Number three, I have Benfica. Okay. You yes. You rate them pretty highly, huh? 15 goals, four and two against in the month of March. They're 13-2-0 oh in 2023. Haven't lost any Champions League games in their last loss was December 30th. That's probably the last tough team they faced. Yeah. They hadn't <laughs> lost until then. They haven't lost since then. Again, man, for me, it's they need to play a tougher opponent for me to rank them so highly. I think the Portuguese league is very underrated, personally. Oh, it's a fun league to watch, for sure. It is. And that Benfica team, I will say, is stacked with some talent. 100%. And I, I hope they surprise some people in the Champions League. I really do. I, I, I hope they do, too. 
So my number four is, uh, or my number three, pardon me, is Barcelona. I'm rating them highly, man. They played three games, or played four games, pardon me, and they have four wins. Hey, man, how do you not? Two El Clasico wins. That has to mean something. Two wins against one of the best teams in Europe in Real Madrid. Yeah. No, I, I agree. The they mean something. The Copa del Rey. But they lost against Manchester United. Who also lost 7-0 against Liverpool. Barcelona? Barcelona lost against Manchester United, who lost 7-0 to Liverpool. That wasn't in March, though. Wasn't in March, man. And they still are honestly one of the best teams in Europe right now defensively. Yeah, they are. Technically, they're the best team in Europe defensively. And so, again, El Clasico. So it's, it's kind of weird. Liverpool beats Manchester United 7-0. Real Madrid thumps Liverpool 5-2. And Barcelona goes and beats Real Madrid. <laughs> it's the forever cycle, my friend. It happens so that, every year. Yeah. And so it I'm really looking does. at March. Again, the two El Clasico wins is what does it for me, which is why they're so high. They're top of La Liga. Probably going to win it. Looking like the clear winners now. Clear and away, yeah. That's why I have them so highly. Barcelona, number three my power rankings i just i'm not 100 convinced by barcelona i think it's more of the league underneath atletico atletico and real madrid i don't think it's the same quality i hear you so, man but you look at the games out of those four games two of them were real madrid mm-hmm. yeah and they won yeah and madrid played terribly it's not barcelona's fault it's not Hence why they're above it Real could Madrid. Be Barcelona's fault. I mean, maybe they disrupt Real Madrid that way and so that they win the games. Well, they're above Real Madrid in my rankings. So yeah, I have them at number three. So who's your number two? Napoli. Same as yours. Yep. Uh, 3-0-1. Their loss against Lazio hurts, but they scored nine, allowed one. And they're... One goal against Lazio where they lost yeah. one nil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, which I think is a blip. But they're runaway winners in Serie A, uh, still in Champions League. Expect them to beat AC Milan and probably get to the final. They're just so good. Not to mention highly entertaining. So if you haven't watched them, go pay attention to them on Paramount+. Plus. They're amazing. They're fun, yeah. So fun to watch. Uh, probably the most entertaining football in all of Europe. With Arsenal right behind them. Hmm. Arsenal, Man City, yeah. Is that entertaining? Depends who Man City's playing. Eh, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I'd ask you your number two, but it's exactly the same. Yep. And your number one is also exactly the same. Way to be uh, surprised there, Dargo. <laughs> number one, Manchester that? City. Yeah, they're looking like the Manchester City of old, but a little bit better. They got 16 goals for zero against in four games. <laughs> that's wild. zero against for a defense that's been leaky all season. Not anymore. God, they look unstoppable at the wrong time of the season. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But goddamn, do they look good? And Erling Holland has half of those 16 goals. Actually, probably more than that. <laughs> Five in the Champions League, three against Burnley in the FA Cup. Yeah, in four games. I'm pretty sure he has one or two in the other two games. So but Yeah, so four games, four wins. 
Erling Holland makes number one on my power rankings. (laughs) (laughs) Not Man City, just Erling Holland. This is Erling Holland. Yep. Erling Holland and Kevin De Bruyne. Number one on my power rankings. Number one and two. (laughs) That's it. That's what I got. Them combined. I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, I have them as my number one. Man City, man. Again, I picked Arsenal to win the league, but this Man City team does not look like they're dropping points. It's so scary at the wrong time, and... I hate to say it, man. They're making my prediction look closer and closer. They are. It wasn't for the eight-point lead by Arsenal. Eight points on the board. Points on the board are better than games in hand. Right now, honestly, that one draw at Nottingham Forest is looking like a lifesaver for Arsenal right now. 100%. But we'll see if Liverpool can maybe put a dent in Man City. if they Do them a favor. Please, Liverpool, please. (laughs) I'm asking you. No, I'm begging you. One He's point. on his knees. He needs All it. I'm asking. I'm standing up. I'm not on my knees. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't see me if I'm on my knees. Uh, all right. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Again, check out our Facebook group. Let us know what are your power rankings. Who do you think will get relegated? Who do you think will make it into Europe? These are all things we want to know from you guys. Make sure to check out our TikToks. We post some pretty fun videos on there. And those are our videos we post where it's breaking news kind of stuff. So if you want the breaking news info, got to follow our TikTok and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Also, don't forget to check out our Redbubble. We're getting some sales on our Redbubble, and we appreciate that. Thank you so much, Thank guys. You. Helps us keep doing this. And on that note, man, we love you guys. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>